This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash laser and get a free audiobook on us. That's a good way to start. It's the shirt is being worn for a reason. Hmm. I'd like to think. What shirt am I wearing, Grim? It's uh, something about it being a Holocaust in there. What? <laughs> I didn't realize you could say anything. Oh, again, uh, it's a, it's a Ghost Dad T-shirt. A Ghost Dad T-shirt. Same thing. Same. You see, in Ghost Dad. So you're saying you're going to be a father soon? Yes, I'm going to be a dead father soon. I signed, I signed an insurance form. Uh, yes, I found out I'm having a child. Don't so, want one. So someone will soon be peeing on your shoe. Yes. What? Yep, that's when he finds out he's ghost dad. Oh, really? He, he comes out of the bottom of the river or whatever, and someone starts peeing on the shoe. And yes. He's like, Excuse me. And I, I should have gotten a clip of that that sequence of the ghost dad. It's a dad who beco- who dies becomes a ghost. The sequence that he dies in is really fucking bizarre. He just gets in a, a taxi driven by Buster Poindexter, who just tries to mercilessly murder him because I, only he knows, this is the premise of the movie. You can't move <laughs> forward unless we kill you. And it's just really mean and horrific. And yeah, you got to kill Bill Cosby before Ghost Dad can begin. What I love about this shirt, though, mm-hmm. look at it. Doesn't it look great? It does. Yeah. It's authentic. It is a, no, yeah, this is not a reproduction. A, it's not a reproduction. <laughs> yes. It's a production-era shirt. No. It has a copyright symbol for 1990 Universal City. Wow. Um, I buy it at that, that store in the Hate Static, yeah. which only sells retro clothing made of that era. Jeez. And most of the large... Look how it fits. Perfect. It's like the perfect fit. And it's one of those shitty Hanes beefy tees where a champion, which always fit in Having like just ass. come from Universal Studios, I'm sad to report there was no Ghost Dad there is representation. <laughs> Actually, yeah. If you were into any Universal movies of oh, any wait. kind, there's nothing there. Wait. What if it was just invisible? But you, oh, you were at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's a perfect chance for them to make a kid-friendly... Kid-friendly... Halloween's uh, Ghost Town store thing. But... Haunted House... He's, uh, he shows up briefly at Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> I found out after going after going through some giant headed Bill Cosby with a fedora. Hey, kids! Pokemon. Also, that still to this day remains the most whimsical term for a dad that doesn't pay child support. <laughs> Good. I hope our sounds. Is that an urban dictionary? The term comes from the 1986 movie Ghost Dad. Mm-hmm. There, sound effects are in fact working. Uh, I found out after going through eight of those haunted houses because I mm-hmm. got a tour through all of them. They're great for farting in because <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much noise that I can just let him go. Just like an airplane. <laughs> oh man, it adds to the discomfort too. I mean, you're it's really helping. It's true. Um, but we were this, this episode. I, I, well, Halloween's rolling out, and like I finally ride my bike to work every day, and like right next to. Our work is a Trader Joe's parking lot, and the elaborate setup yeah. they make every year of this pumpkin maze with a giant horror-themed bounce castle. That bounce castle looks like it's made out of dicks. <laughs> like, I mean, not even... Not made, e- shaped like the Ice King from Adventure Time. Yes, I, want, I must take a picture of it before it goes, because every day I pass, I'm like, that is a pile of penises with a slide through it. <laughs> And there's no other... Like, it doesn't even look like... Is it a, supposed to be a mountain? It's not some fall-slash-Halloween-themed thing. It's flesh-colored, 
Tell me, Brett, what does the ball pit mean to you? Uh, is this going to like reach deep into my psyche? <laughs> that was my yes. We're going we're gonna to find something out about me and balls. <laughs> yes, that time you were groped by a lion. <laughs> Commercial alert! Put the VCR on pause. Ah! This spooky episode is brought to you by Audible, guys. Audible. And if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash laser right now and start a free trial, you can get a free audio book on your pals at laser time. Audible, in case you didn't know, is the internet's leading provider of audio-based entertainment, audio books, radio dramas, comedy. And if you're listening to this, it stands to reason you're a fan of audio-based entertainment driving in your car. And Audible services are compatible with iPhones, Androids, Windows Media, Kindles, everything under the sun that can hold an MP3. As if it weren't clear by this episode, we're entering the Halloween season. Scary stuff is among us. A great time to revisit and rediscover new horror stuff. And I see a ton of Stephen King stuff here. Ooh, look at that. One of my personal favorites, Orson Welles' War of the Worlds from the Mercury Theater. Great Halloween tradition in my house. You can find them on the best of Mercury Theater with Orson Welles on Audible. But if I had to make a recommendation, it's something I haven't seen before. I know a lot of you are familiar with World War Z, either the movie and the book. Max Brooks' book has been around for a while, and I know a lot of you have read it. However, I have not seen... The um, complete edition that Audible has up here, and it, it's narrated by not only Max Brooks, but Alan Alda, John Totoro, Rob Reiner, Mark Hamill, Alfred Molina, Nathan Fillion, Simon Pegg, Henry Rollins, and Martin Scorsese, all providing narration in this um, audio-enhanced version available on Audible. You could go get World War Z for free right now, in addition to 150,000 other titles available on Audible right now, just by going to audiblepodcast.com laser and signing up for a free trial. We now return to Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. Uh, we were going to talk about kid-friendly horror. Horror. Because I do like, this is the one time a year, well, yeah, scare the piss out of kids. Yeah. Scare the piss out of kids. Lion King comes out, well, that death scene is really scary, Disney, wag of my finger. And then, right next to that, let's set up a tableau of death in front of our houses and invite kids over to get scared. Sure. Hooray! Yeah. Blindfold yourself, come in my basement, stick your finger in this bowl of grapes. <laughs> that happens every Halloween. The first two parts are actually scarier than anything that could fall Yes, off. yes. Blindfold yourself, <laughs> come, come in my basement. <laughs> what does that feel like? Gotta <laughs> come in something. Yes, it does. It feels like three pieces of Nickelodeon gak. <laughs> Interesting. I couldn't, I couldn't, I was trying to... What was what, that foam? What you do you think? Play it, with? I don't Dick think gag foam. Foam. Yes. Foam. What do you think dick and balls feel feels like to a child? <laughs> uh, Heading out of this conversation. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Again, yeah. Get friendly horror. Friendly horror. <laughs> uh, just uh, yeah. Halloween is fucking awesome. And how, when we were little kids, I feel like I loved loved. I, I was easily scared, but loved being scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you find? The thing I found the most scary as a kid? Mm-hmm. Unsolved Mysteries. That's just that song. Just that yeah, song. Well, the, yeah, it opens up like a horror show, and then Robert Sack, this very real thing, a woman cooking dinner, shot through the glass. Fuck, that's way worse than a boogeyman. The voice of Ultra Magnus, by the way. Yes, of course. <laughs> who, who could forget? Robert Stack. <laughs> well, not I didn't. Robert Stack. Robert um, Loja. <laughs> but I went... <laughs> But I, I do think it's... Eat your SpaghettiOs. I, I won't, yeah, <laughs> grease bowl. I won't profess to come from an, uh, uh, an area of being very knowledgeable about children's entertainment now, but do they have a horror equivalent? I don't know. Because some of this, yeah. we, were, we, we tried to make a distinction. Dave, what was one of the examples you gave? Well, when I think of kid-friendly horror, I think of horror that can't have anyone die or like sure. just really tame stuff. And the thing that comes to mind the most is um, 
uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark yes, from Nickelodeon. Oh. But even this is like 15 years old? It is. 20, but like, or 20 years old? It was still horror made for children. Yeah, and, yeah, and at yeah. times, right up until the very end, I would say, it is gen- it, it works like horror. Right. Everybody gets away, but you're scared. There's a sense of ambiguity, like death, some consequences, hmm. starring uh, children. I never really watched the show, but it is. Are You Afraid of the Dark reminds me of that scary stories to tell in the dark yes. book series with the really creepy art. That's yes. still the scariest thing of all for children. Yeah, like, that I, is totally inappropriate for kids and was sold and marketed directly towards kids. Yeah, and that's, yes, that's, that's to terrified me. terrified me endlessly. As yeah, that's the, but, to me, that's like the perfect example of like. No matter what you say, I is... feel you just nonchalantly brought up the best example of all. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, no, it was like as I a, got something really good with this. Th- okay. This is the thing where it's like no matter what you do, it's not a video game, it's not a movie. Like oh, the violence and blah blah blah. It is literally almost always going to be a book with words that let your imagination run wild. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, that book like creeped me out more than any movie I ever watched. And again, I grew up in a ha- like I was never really prevented from watching anything. Yes. So I watched Predator, RoboCop, Friday the 13th, Aliens. I saw all these movies as a kid. Um, and none of them were like, cool, I love watching a cool-looking dude kill people. That's <laughs> neat. But reading those books is... I, I remember they would scare me so much, and then like I would just push it further. Like, I got to go get an extension cord, bring a tiny light into the attic, and read these alone. Because I just <laughs> I love the the sensation they brought out of me, like mm. like sheer fucking terror. Like I can't control any of this, and they're all usually star kids who accidentally conjure an enraged spirit, right? Yeah. <laughs> accidentally do it. For me, the ones that really got me in those books was just like very mundane things, where mm-hmm. it's like, and there's just this thing in your house. Well, there was the <laughs> one. And where it's like, the girl what had... what thing? I don't know. But that's... No, you'll find out. Don't. There was I... a bunch where like the main characters always get killed, but it would stop right before they got killed. It yeah. was just like they definitely yes. got killed. <laughs> yeah. They definitely got killed. And it always spent like and I whole... argued that they, or they died of fright. Yeah. Yeah. So too many people died of fright. Or they would spend an entire paragraph just saying like, "Here's the elaborate setup for how they will die." Hmm. Yes, yes. But I, what I, I okay, like it's was they were written by Al, Alvin Schwartz. Uh, starting in 1981. Schwartz is German for black. It's even more evil. <laughs> evil. Evil. And then I think part of it was the illustrations. The illustrations by Stephen Gamel. Stephen Gamel. Yeah. Those illustrations are really profoundly fucking creepy. Even like, to this day. Seriously. Adults like, will go, go out. Horribly macabre fucking... gothic artwork on the cover of all these books. Whereas everything else. I think I'm thinking of like every book with a, a tinge of horror on the front. Mm-hmm. Just super elaborate, elaborate like Marvel cover art. Like a cartoon so werewolf, not, cartoon werewolf, not very scary. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. was just like, no, we're going to use two colors, light airbrushes. You yes. don't even know what time of day it is. <laughs> There's, I think the the biggest takeaway story from all those was the one where the girl has like the boil on her face or whatever. It oh, turns out yeah. it was a spider egg, and it blows up out of her face. Yes, <laughs> and it's like reading that's bad enough. But then the image the guy the made is just the is moment just... where it's like her sitting there, like, uh, and there's what? this huge sore in her face that like. A thousand baby spiders about <laughs> yeah. to crawl over her But it's head also, and like, like uh, and on top of that, it's like the woman also is this, like, just weird proportions. And she kind of like, looks like Shelley Duvall from uh, yep. The Shining. Yep, she does, actually. I, I, just, I feel like we digress too much in this area, like, things were different when we were kids. Here's isn't the that str- the whole premise? Of <laughs> sort, of, sort of, but it, it is something I like, especially about this book series. The Scholastic Book Fair would come to town yes. every yeah, year yeah, yeah. at a public school. Again, just the phrase, the Scholastic, Scholastic Book Fair would, <laughs> would come to town. Come to town. <laughs> like, that wow. sounds like you know uh, a tonic salesman yes. coming to town to sell you a tincture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would come to town and like everybody's like, you've got to get the Scary Stories book. Right. It was one of those... 
When was the last time you see, received a book re- recommendation from anybody at this table? Yeah. Whereas this is the book you had to read. You guys as a just kid, you were aware of me. It. Which one? The, the scary series. stories that don't tell it's, the dark. It's Dave. that, or I got to buy this James and the Giant Peach novelization. But for <laughs> for me, <laughs> for me, <laughs> it was a novelization. Yeah, yeah that, that was the other. That was the other big sale item in the uh, book for you. Just see kids but like novelizations of movies based off of yep. books. Yeah, yeah. Well, even just novelizations of movies, which were well, it was like like a picture terrible. book. I yeah, I, I remember I heard John Waters in an interview say, and it was, I was excited to come here that. This was back before the uh, recession and the death of print. He was like, there's a bookstore in San Francisco that specializes in only movie novelizations. Awesome. And I'm like, yeah, that's a city I want to go live in. And it turns out they, even that, that something that niche could sustain itself with <laughs> San Francisco prices skyrocketed. All I'm saying is now you can Google those books. <laughs> exactly. I am extremely fortunate for whoever left the novelization of Back to the Future 2 at the Future's offices. Really? I own it now. I own <laughs> it was... the novelizations of Gremlins 2, the new batch, and I mentioned this a billion times. The, my parents, when I was getting on a plane to Costa Rica, just gave me the novelization <laughs> of the X-Files movie, Fight the Future, which is, I read about years later, it contains the original graph, draft of the script, which answered a ton of questions right. until they decided, let's not do that and continue this, these yeah. into the series. Yeah. <laughs> so they're answered, you meet Mulder's sister, all this shit in the book, and I just, I have nothing else to read, may as well look at this. So I inadvertently doesn't matter kid friendly horror scare stories uh, to tell in the dark it's like every that, kid I know had that book or yeah. wanted to read it it was huge yeah. and it was published in 1981 another one in 84 so I think when we started to get interested there were two books already out yeah, yeah. I thought there were three total and there, a final one shit what was it called it's not even called scary even Son more of, scary stories Son three <laughs> more tales to chill your bones <laughs> um, written by Dr. Bonesaw <laughs> and I, we had questioned on the show live like well why for me, like those were huge with kids my age. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck didn't they make any more? Simple answer: Alvin Schwartz died oh in 1992 God. after publishing the third book. Was like, it scary? Scary death. He died of natural causes. He <laughs> 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 had a long life. Natural causes was a wrestler. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good Mr. Show reference. <laughs> and then tragedy struck. Captain tragedy. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Damn, I haven't thought of that in ten years. Captain Tragedy. Uh, yeah, this the, the book series died a little bit, but it, it was interesting to read about. There's not a lot of information on it, but it was uh, it was a book that was huge with kids, and I think our parents were straddling the line of that generation of like they wouldn't. They're not the type to ban things that are popular with kids, especially if they're books, because at that point, oh yeah, books even are at already this point, dead. Books need. Any kind of book, you need to encourage a child to read because there really is a lot yeah. more exciting and awesome. The options. fact I would sit in my room and c- quietly read. Yes. Let's not bother Nintendo with Power and EGM. It yes. was still like actually please, yes, please. My please. parents didn't like video games. Like, oh, you're reading? Yes, here we'll subscribe to all Absolutely. these game yeah, magazines yeah, yeah, for yeah, you. And, and I got all these Star Trek Next Generation books about the product that I still have because I mean, regardless of us, but I read all that shit. If we have children, I think a parent would get a fucking kick out of an idea of a kid reading a comic book. Hey, he's reading something on paper just like I used to. Let him go. I don't care. I don't care what it is. What is he's it? He's spinning that wheel with a stick and <laughs> his BB gun strapped to his back, just uh, like I did. Singing death hymns as he wraps a ribbon around a pole. Let him run. <laughs> Let him run. Uh, I just. I wish there were more scary stories to tell in the dark books that had come out. I would probably still be reading them because of, clearly that horror genre was fucking huge. What I did, what I wanted to do for the show was to do a dramatic reading of one of the the um, instead. Stories. <laughs> Instead, I ex- well, I didn't know at the time they very much made audio dram- dramatizations of scary stories to tell in the dark. Here is this 
Here's the first story of the book. A boy was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big toe. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck to something. So he gave it a good hard jerk and it <clears throat> came off in his hand. Then he heard something groan and scamper away. The boy took the toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mother. It looks nice and plump, she said. I'll put it in the soup and we'll have it for supper. That night, his father carved the toe into three pieces and they each had a piece. Then they did the dishes and when it got dark, they went to bed. The boy fell asleep almost at once, but in the middle of the night, a sound awakened him. It was something out in the street. It was a voice, and it was calling to him. Where is my toe? And that toe <laughs> that nobody <laughs> liked. That it became Jay Armstrong. <laughs> uh, I thought those... I love, and that's you might have recognized the voice of uh, something S. Irving, the voice of Heat Miser in the classic Frank and Bass Christmas special. I'm Mister. There were so Christmas. many words there that I'm I had no the, idea what they meant. You, just like you, you never saw the year without Santa Claus. No, you fucking asshole. You had, you literally had at least thirty opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I. Yeah, I thought that was great. They're, they're, those books have been uh, dramatiz- dramatized. May not have happened. May not have happened. Uh, several billion times. Somebody did. We do need a Simpsons reference bell. <laughs> there it is. That's, that's a good. Yeah. That was 16, 16 <laughs> minutes. This Although, does recall. Um, we did a. Uh, okay, so mm-hmm. personal admission in Forest Hill, the podunk town where I grew up. Mm-hmm. I was a regular fixture at our local public library. Mm-hmm. One of maybe four <laughs> children that would ever admit. I love the accolade. public library. <laughs> it was, was always there. Ours was like extra, extra small though. It was like mm-hmm. maybe eight shelves of books because it was like and it was part of the Forest Hill Courthouse which was oh ours was part of our fucking mall for the longest <laughs> wow. time yeah commerce and reading together mm-hmm. at last but uh, they had a read along not a read along but they had a spooky stories thing around Halloween one year and I remember I actually read a story from uh, these scary stories books you uh, read it out loud yes I read it out loud it was everyone went up and took a turn to read a story and they turned the lights down low, and the fat ladies that ran the place were dressed up as witches, and everybody had <laughs> well, their costumes I've been, I've been on. There. <laughs> it's amazing. They had dressed up. It was good, man. They had a hat on. I, I recall like thinking, man, this story is so scary, but I'm pretty sure that it sounded like. And then he yeah. went to the thing and did this, and uh, then he went to the thing and did this, and then there was blood, and he died. And, and then the a... spiders crawled all over her face. At the end. And it was really yes. scary. Reminds me of a, a class project when I was like in the second grade. Was mm-hmm. everyone in the class? Wrote like a short scary story, mm-hmm. like maybe a paragraph long each. Like the, my first revision got, uh, I got it thrown back at me because uh, one of my one of my literally your teacher of, just balled it up and hurled it at Dave Ridley. Well, well tone down the the, it, the cussing. Yeah, it yeah, turns Dave out could um, use less of the yeah, N word. Classmates were not allowed to die in, in it. So. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so then but I, they weren't killed by you, I'm assuming. I can't remember. Unclear. <laughs> no, no, I think... It was a fugue state. Yeah, I think it was... Uh, yeah, classmate, classmate was killed, then I killed the killer. So Was it oh, one of the classmates? Did you go to trial no. for this in your story? No, it was... I was... I, I was so avenging the, this person's death. I was being I nice. Did, Come what, on. Did the classmate uh, who was the classmate who died someone you didn't like or someone you were trying to impress? <laughs> no, I didn't like him. No? Did, oh, is that why he died? You yeah. cast him in the wrong. Yeah, but then I—it's I, I, like I, you're reading it in front of the class and looking over, like, and then 
Jim yes. died. Make full eye contact with a long pause. Ben, dead. Yes. Forever in the ground. Not Anybody want back. me to keep reading? Because I don't. I could then his right parents there. cried. His corpse was molested for hours before I showed up. His own. Nintendo games were distributed equally among the classroom. And all of his Thundercats were melted. Uh, so the one that did get accepted was, uh, was about... Um, gravity being tur- turned upside down in the world, and I killed something else, but with a spread gun <laughs> wow. from Contra. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher, I have to kill something. Life doesn't have a Konami yeah, code. I think she was just sick of like working oh. with me on this. Just, all right, as long as nobody real is dying, fine. <laughs> But I'm like that's what I that's what I equate horror with. Yes, like, exactly. Real yeah. stakes, yeah. man. That's why I didn't like. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? I didn't like Goosebumps because nobody died. What? Goosebumps was... are terrible. The I'm only reason anybody bought them because of the covers. I'm remembering. I just wanted to remember the first. What's the first? Are you afraid of the dark? It premiered on SNCC. Uh, uh, it was a clown. Was it a clown? And that might have been Goosebumps. I thought it was a, one yeah. of the least scary things. I, I thought it was imagine. a riddle. <laughs> Bullshit! Have you seen that uh, clown that's popping up in Europe, just like Stephen King's It, like Pennywise, and he just pops up. In England, and waves through fences. Nah. <laughs> they're calling the police on him, saying this. In like, yes, they're calling people. He just shows up. He has his own Facebook page. Uh, you should totally check it out. That it looks creepy cool. as fuck. <laughs> I'm coming to where you are. He'll He's just write on his Facebook right behind you, right where all your dreams are. But it, it, what happens like when you see that? And the, like, you never know the person that's going to see that. And if it's just some dude, bro, it's like, all right. Let's go. Cracks his knuckles. They show pictures. They show pictures of him in like on on websites where he's been reported being spotted and I know it's a lot less scary if you see him get out of a Honda Civic right. put on his wig and then start <laughs> waving but like if, if you just turn your head it's, and there's a fucking clown no, it's entertaining good. no one just waving that's good Jesus that's Christ. how I see most clowns though entertaining oh, no one doing their shtick <laughs> reminds me of uh, that last uh, that 10 minute spiel in uh, Jim Cotta where you think that's just a guy waving and he turns around and He's naked. No. <laughs> no. I, I was trying to remember the riddle from Are You Afraid of the Dark? What do you put in a barrel that's odorless? Triangle. Farts. Darkest light? That makes the barrel lighter. Odorless. Helium? Tasteless. Yeah, no, no, it's not a gas. It's Pro- not a solid. Propane? That'll make the barrel lighter. And it was this. It was like brain teasers. They were so funny. And like, you'll die, kid, if you don't get the answer. I know the answer. It's a hole. Put a hole in the barrel. We'll make it <laughs> yeah, good voice, Chris. Yeah. Starring Mickey Mouse. Yes, that's me. Hey, that's my riddles. Go, go see the Lone Ranger. <laughs> oh, they were posted. Blam. <laughs> God damn it! A blam pit played on our stupid Did bus. It really? It was unbearable. Like it goes through. You are now, where were you? What were you doing? You are now leaving Disney World Resort. Blah blah blah. And then it plays like a Mickey Mouse cartoon where he gets a pet seal. Awesome. I'm sure you know that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And then it fades down, and I actually thought to myself, do not play a blam. Blam! And it comes on, and it was the goofy one where it's... It's always a goofy one. And it's just Don't like... Don't try and make an airplane during World War II. You'll get sh- 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 shot down. Blam! And, and, it was, <laughs> and it was just unbearable, like, watching it. And it's just... Blam has never seemed so out of place as on a tour bus filled with aging parents. Mm-hmm. And... Sleeping toddlers, and it's just <laughs> deafening. Whoa, Goofy's gonna get fucked up. Blam! 
Mom! Jesus. I and like, rarely ever see the... <laughs> get so red. And I mean, it's just screaming at all these people. Uh, and you know that parents have to be uh, like, what is happening? Because <laughs> they don't watch it on YouTube and yeah. know how often... No, they're not aware of Blam. What? Isn't that the... The like aim of Blam for like parents to be like whoa and like their hair goes up and baby's <laughs> like yes. <laughs> air conditioning pair of sunglasses yes. falls on a baby co-sponsored by <laughs> the fire shoots out of their ears and they go buy a 3DO hosted by D Snyder <laughs> <laughs> all right kid friendly horror anybody else have any other examples uh it's, I got plenty and we can dispute whether there's because I do I did have some things I just cut mm-hmm. um I wouldn't say it's horror per se but. It, let me let me elaborate on sure. Uh, choose your own adventures. Hmm. A lot of oh, them yeah. are horror themed, where it's like yeah. Vampire Express. They uh, are Ghost Train, uh, Space Vampire, Chimney uh, Rock. Uh, yeah, something at Chimney Rock. Uh, but a lot of those same the rape thing. at Chimney Rock. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, but a lot of them have the same sort of thing, where the endings are just like you, the protagonist, yes. dying horribly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even necessarily in the ones that look like Spooktown books, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this one's got a ghost vampire in the cover, clearly. No, it's the <laughs> one about the tennis pro. Yes. Yeah. There's one... <laughs> and again, I think I'll elaborate Who's on Who's drunk behind the Chevy Avalanche. Yeah, she were stabbed by Monica Seles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I've mentioned this point before, but you can tell by the author of the book where it's going to go. Because there's yeah. like Ari Montgomery and stuff, and it's like the one guy that always has, you become timeless energy and become infinite. In sp-. And it's like, yeah. this was a book about a tennis pro. Uh, <laughs> you became one with the universe, all light and sound resembling a constant hum. Yes. Please, yes. please flip the page four. Yeah. <laughs> the you, end, you unless die. you wish to restart, given that you're energy now. It's like, fuck you. But I remember this one death, though. It's one where there's like aliens, and you basically get abducted by aliens, and then it goes into great detail about how you're put in cold storage. And then it's just wow. like your character is just sitting there, like frozen, like dead in a fucking meat locker. That... And there's this alien hand holding a stamp. And he's stamping grade A on you for meat. <laughs> <laughs> How to eat forty people? <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I loved all those. Books. I think that counts. I in, have a is, huge stack of them still. It still is. Uh, I think a horrific double standard that that kind of the level of horror is, that is tolerated in books, especially children's books, is way higher than any other form of entertainment. With this thing of like, well. You, Again, it's like, oh, a movie, they actually see it, and it's like, you've read a book before, right? Yeah, exactly. And you see it in your mind, you right? Your You're mind. not just reading words on a page and then go, I've read this. I don't understand why you don't give your child the benefit of the, of the doubt to distinguish fiction from nonfiction when reading and not when watching a film. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand that. Or playing a game or reading a comic. But like, I feel like I loved horror-themed books when I was a little kid. I'm going to see if I can find that picture I just mentioned, because I know I have that book. But there mm-hmm. was another one where it's ghost uh, Native Americans in the book, and you get covered? killed by one of them. And mm-hmm. it's just him hitting you in the chest with, like, a hatchet. And there's just blood exploding <laughs> from your chest, and it's like, uh, that got past the... And then you return it to the school library, and it's, just, and it's basically just a lady from Monsters, Inc. Nah, what? Uh, yeah. Why do you want to return it? it? Does, it's enough to make me want to go off on, on an old man rant. Like, I, how much I realized after a long time how much I loved being scared. When I, in about my teens, I just see this, this is too scary for children. Nobody ever said that to me. I was presented with the scariest things imaginable. What did you say? You said uh, Jim Henson's The Witches. Yeah. The Witches is a horrific Jim Henson movie. And, and, and Dark, Dark, Dark Crystal is fucking terrifying to look at. To scare kids. It's great. Wasn't that one kid get turned into a mouse and killed? Yes. Well, not killed. Yeah. Does it get killed? 
I forget. Somebody does. I think a it, kid does get killed. Which is the one with Bette Midler and like there's the, and like a that's Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Hocus Pocus. Okay, <laughs> I was on the. That's what I think about. about. No, that's which is I, which is a, is supremely creepy. For some reason, a lot of Jim Henson stuff is like really disturbing. The Storyteller series, it's all very straight up folklore, which is terrifying. Well, yeah. Fairy tales, uh, Aesop shit. Uh, the what's the. Not Hansel and Gretel. Who uh, are the Grim Fairy Tales? Grim Fairy Tales. Wow, fucking that's terrifying. astounding. <laughs> sorry, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yes, they're terrifying. Um, but no, yeah, definitely. There's a whole bunch of those. You know, naturally, I got read those a shit ton growing up. Come on, need Bunic- I say more? Yeah, no one read yeah. Bunicula and the Bun- celery stalks at midnight? Bunaka. Bun- God, <laughs> terrible puns abound. <laughs> was, uh, I remember, again, we weren't really kept away from these. They weren't necessarily aimed at kids, but... No, all it was the, one of those all, things well, where hang on, this uh, is popular with children, yeah. so therefore there must be something wrong with it. Bad. Right. Well, but I remember Tales from the Dark Side and mm-hmm. Tales from the Crypt mm-hmm. were both like, I was exactly like maybe was eight going. or nine or ten, and everyone was and watching Tales from those. Sonic. And that's... <laughs> oh, Tales from Sonic. And that's yeah. exactly what, where I was going, what I was going for. How, how long are we into this? Do we need to take a break? I don't even know. Uh, in like four minutes. In like four but minutes. But that opening theme song to Tales from the Dark Side, I remember one time, because I grew up in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and I remember one time being out in the woods... Mm-hmm. Really, the uh, sun is setting, and there's just, I mean, I didn't think of it being creepy till I moved out here where there's no seasons, mm-hmm. and Carolyn actually pointed out to me when we flew back to Illinois, like, in you know, 06 or 07 or something, she'd never really seen what the country looks like when all the leaves die on everything, yeah. and the idea of, like... That's why Halloween season always sneaks up on me here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that too. So, but I was, like, out in the woods, and it's just that, that kind of creepy low-light sun where it's just this vague gray lighting... And it's all leafless, witch-looking trees. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I just the theme song from Tales of the Dark Side gets stuck in my head. And I'm like, I'm a mile from anything. And for the first time, I was like out in the woods, like, yeah. I have to get out of here! <laughs> and a wolf snuck up on you. And, uh, and he yeah. died of fright. No, I was 32 in that one. <laughs> I think that is a beautiful point. But before we... we I want to go into definitely shit like that. Because if I could get... Go on old Manny rants about anything. It's the death of anthology series, which are genitally horror based. I love anthology genitally? series. Huh? Genital horror based? Genital anthology based yeah. horror series. Anthology based. But uh, the Goosebump series. I don't have a big history with the Goosebump series. Fucking terrible. Are yeah. they all? Are they all terrible? They're pretty bad. There were low stakes. Nobody dies. And Nothing scary it's happens. Usually like, and then they undid everything. They and... were sold on the strength of their brand and their cover, just like Animorphs. Yeah. Nobody R. remembers anything that happened to Animorphs. <laughs> I, you guys I, remember Fear Street? <laughs> is that a... That was the Goosebumps. Is that the GoBots brand? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's wow. exactly Goosebumps. what it is. Can it be worse? Or does it actually <laughs> somehow better? Well, it's like... Uh, it's one of those things where even though it's worse overall, it fluctuates wildly more. So sometimes mm. it's better. Uh, as opposed to Goosebumps, which is just a nice, neutral, never scary. Uh, a low hum of mediocrity. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love it. I love I it. I do remember... Like I think Fox had a Saturday morning Goosebumps show. There was a Goosebumps which show, which is like—is that the song? Yeah, the theme song is really good for that. The show was not great, but but like showing horror on Saturday morning, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, this may be a stretch. No, you're right; it fucking doesn't. But in a roundabout way. But in a roundabout way, yes. Oh, that's right, and they were because I did read a little bit about this that it was a Canadian production. Airing mostly in Canada, and so half the episodes were banned. 
wow. that they ended up producing, including everyone with a stupid fucking dummy. Because the dummy was pro, like pro <laughs> health, uh, government health care. Yeah, that was exactly. the premise for So, what if you had to pay for your health care? <laughs> no, what, hey. permanent military. Tylenol's a hundred dollars at the hospital. What if Tim Hortons closed forever? <laughs> Says a ghost, <laughs> Canadian ghost. It's a, it's a ghost mounty. <laughs> so I was gonna say this seems like a stretch, maybe. But uh, hold on, well, let's get into more when we get back from the break. Um, what if I forget? He will not forget. I know you. <laughs> Write it down um, on the screen. But we were talking about kid-friendly horror. <laughs> I I even want to see if any you know comment on lasertimepodcast.com. I'm curious if any of you are parents. Like, would you give some of this like? Some of the stuff we're talking about to your children. I also feel our younger listeners can help here because yeah, absolutely, uh, we're out of touch. I could we're, be we're totally old wrong. Men. There could there could be we're some analogy horse. We're out of touch. That's we were going to go out on the Tales from Dark Side theme song, but you know, <laughs> out of touch is pretty good. All right, here we go. <laughs> out of touch. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh boy, hey guys, welcome to our little break, our little plug sesh. Before you tune me out completely, which I hear many of you are doing, don't do that. There's important, up-to-date information dispelled right here. Like this, hey guys, by the time you're listening to this, I might be in New York attending the New York Comic Con. Anybody going to the New York Comic Con, come say hi. I'll be at the Capcom booth just hanging out with Monster Hunter. Come say hi. I don't know what I'm doing in the evenings. I know I want to see Spider-Man turn off the dark. But yeah, just follow me on Twitter at Cantista. Also follow LaserTimePodcast.com on Twitter. Uh, but yes, that's see, this is what we do. We plug stuff here. Uh, like us on Facebook at LaserTime Show. But yeah, if you go to LaserTimePodcast.com, you can find out a couple of cool ways to support us, such as PayPal. There are simple PayPal donations. I see, oh my god, uh, what is it? Aaron S. just went ahead and signed up for a reoccurring monthly payment of $10. That's Thank you very much. We really appreciate stuff like that. And I really appreciate people like Christopher... N and Weston M who continue to donate to us people like you Ted Ted C oh, I think you're a New Yorker aren't you um, yeah Luis Luis H thanks a lot guys for donating through PayPal if you don't want to donate through PayPal we have a t-shirt store where you can buy a b- bunch of fun stuff with laser time art cool art guaranteed to make you look fashionable um, right there on lasertimepodcast.com but the, the easiest way probably is Amazon. You'll see a bunch of Amazon recommendations on the right-hand sidebar or within articles. They're 100% safe. Click on those. Shop Amazon like normal. You don't have to buy what's in the link. Any purchase you make in that visit will kick us back a tiny commission and it'll help us keep up uh, the hosting and whatnot. Or whatever the fuck the raccoon does. I don't know. You guys listen to Video Game Apocalypse? Well, you should. That's our video game show hosted by Michael Raparez that I've been appearing on quite frequently. Tons of fun talking about video games again. Don't forget Cape Crisis shall return this week uh, with Hey Now Hank Gilbert. And I believe an episode of Cheap Popcast, Dave Rosen's wrestling show, will be up this week to talk about uh, the latest WWE pay-per-view battleground. Also, you may have noticed Brett Elston's VG Empire smack dab in the middle of Rocktober with um, a month-long rock block of Final Fantasy music. So go and check that out. It's all there on lasertimepodcast.com. Um, leave a comment. Let us know you like the, sh- like the stuff we're doing. really makes us feel better. And yeah, thanks guys. Good night. Laser time, second segment. All aboard. Let's go.
world of what he believes to be reality. Later tonight, back at you with this spooky child PG G rated <laughs> horror. Except for all the cussing. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Bring the kids into the room. They're going to want to hear this. All the, all the stuff they're not getting. I, I am honestly so fucking curious. Sit if, around the radio with your kids. Because I don't remember what you were going to mention, but I wanted to see, does Scooby-Doo count? That's what I was going to say. Does Scooby-Doo count? Because in the 60s, that's when it aired initially, yeah. right? Like, I just assume with no imagination back then, mm-hmm. you know? That was, I'm sorry, everyone who grew up in the fucking 50s. Uh, but no, back then it seems like that would have maybe qualified at times when there was just some weird silhouette being creepy in a corner. Mm-hmm. Would that actually be like well, we're to a ten-year-old in 1967 yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Anytime a theremin uh, <laughs> plays a ghost, that's scary for the 60s. And then the whole crew runs away, runs a runs to, to away disco in front music, of the background <laughs> yes. that repeats endlessly with a laugh track. Fuck's sake! Sound effect. Bongos. Uh, bongos. <laughs> I cannot believe I, I should be able to pull that up. I have the whole. Hanna I know. Barbera I was sound trying to set you up. Um, I, uh, somewhere. I mean, this is all from Hanna Barbera, I think. Um, it, I, I think that could count. It just, it does speak to, I think, a seventy-year fascination with Dracula, the Wolfman, Mummy, and Frankenstein, mm-hmm. which. Is that having a renaissance, or is that completely gone? Well, I think they're like icons. It's like they yeah. they've transcended what they are, and now they're just like symbols oh! of the holiday. Yes, and that's oh oh I didn't grab it. I I can get it though. Um, this this I think I talked about it already on a fucking previous podcast, but it makes me so happy. Chocula and Frankenberry meat. <laughs> yeah, the fruity yummy mummy. Have a bite. <laughs> it's new fruity yummy mummy cereal. Get the fuck out of here, yummy mummy. <laughs> so monstrously big there. Monster mellows with yummy mummy monster mellows. Fruity yummy. John, De- yeah! John DiMaggio. <laughs> uh, yummy mummy's fucking back. Is he back? Yeah. Ooh. Well, they temporarily. Uh, what is it? General Mills. You can buy not only fruit brute and yummy mummy. What is fruit, fruit brute? Was retired when we were little kids. I, I remember was, Booberry and Booberry Frankenberry. As a Catholic, and I only recognize the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, <laughs> which is Chocula Frankenberry and Booberry. <laughs> the Peter Laurie Booberry. <laughs> yes. I, uh, it, I remember I finally found Booberry after years of not being able to get it. I'm like, yeah! It's at Costco. I picked yes. it up. I'm like, ew, blueberry flavored cereal? Fucking gross. Yeah, like, nobody I, needs this much blueberry. I hadn't had it in like. Almost twenty years, and then one time at Future, I was like, found it, and like probably did a what, <laughs> and like trimbomboline style thing where I ran to Target and like one please. And but two times this month, I've had the opportunity to purchase my, my box of Count Chocula that I love so much, and it's like I can't bring myself to pick this up in public and go to the uh, cash register and buy it. That's I can't why do it. you go to- buy it with a box of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this box of cereal later. <laughs> give me that, and then give me the spray paint and the small brown paper bags. Yeah, I'm huffing paint. I'm just a cool little dude. Ago, just a really cool guy. I'm gonna go to the Target. The city Target apparently has so they they gigantic asses. They re- <laughs> gigantic asses. Uh, they re-released uh, Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brut. Fruit Brut existed before we were Fruit Brut. I know. Fruit Brut uh, is just like. It was a werewolf. It's like Fine. a Folsom Street Fair Does that thing. make it better? Like Does it rain- makes it better? Rainbow werewolf. Savage or something. <laughs> and, uh, also, yummy- we've up to like four berry flavored. Count Chocula mm-hmm. is still holding down the chocolate empire. Everybody <laughs> else is 
fighting neck and neck for the fruit <laughs> empire. But there are five five monster cereals. And when on they the get show. together, they're going to have a fearsome battle. In a battle, they're not going to get along. Lots of Mister Show references uh, in this show. I'm show. appreciating that too. Monster parties. Uh, fucking, but they, but you can also get them in the old 1980s uh, cereal box. Yes, so and they're taking advantage of us. So what I want to do is just go get those and literally frame the cereal boxes when I'm done gorging because huh. I've never eaten. I don't think I've ever eaten that cereal with fucking milk in my life. Oh, you yeah. eat it by the handful. Yeah, it milk. Go, your poor parents put it in Ziploc bags with your lunch. That's how I've always eaten <laughs> stupid cereal. I love it. Uh, yummy mummy, but yummy mummy's back. For me, this is like my I've monster never cereal. Heard of yummy mummy? Really? It, it came out. Yeah. It came out in the late '80s. It was around for like seven years, but it was just so heavily advertised in comics, Archie mm. comics primarily. Oh well, that's well, why. Yeah, I was too busy lifting. Really, I was too busy lifting weights. I uh, don't come back to Riverside, Chris. <laughs> so you're Riverdale. 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 Mr. Weatherby, who could forget? I w- <laughs> something about some- when when I started going through puberty, I really got into Archie comics because the way those people drew women was awesome. Wasn't that the way John Kay ended up drawing most of his cheesecake shit? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just these wonderful, shapely women in the Archie comics. And I have... <sighs> this is the transition to a Chris Boner story. Yeah, <laughs> spill and seed. <laughs> right on the page. Um, to yes. Archie does Christmas. <laughs> damn right, it's a double digest. Here we go. <laughs> More like anal, you all. <laughs> Turn up the Weird Al albums, Mom. I'm not coming out of my room for an hour. <laughs> Get out of here, Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Frank's 2,000-inch TV blasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is too real. Uh, yeah, I totally forget. Oh, we were we went to go see Mr. Show live, and they're playing songs before it starts, and it's was Weird Al albums of the Dare to Be Stupid album that also has... Uh, with, Dare to be stupid's on the Transformer soundtrack. Yeah. I had that on tape. Did you? On a vacation, me and my little brother literally listened to it over until and over. it exploded. Like <laughs> the tape got caught, and it was. So <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. Away. Oh, that's it. Was girls just want to have lunch? Yes, girls want to have lunch. Weird Al has gotten so much better at parodies, and like this is just bad. And the whole time I'm singing like this. Yes. And I imagine like that. You just hear that sound of it coming through a door. Yeah. How much. I played that album a lot, and like, well, back then, like the idea of a parody artist, I know, was but, just like <laughs> lunch. But ah! it, it made all the sense of well, the King of the Hill. Tenacious D. As, as a parent, the idea lives on. I'm a it parent, resonates with young teens. I'm a parent. I never want to. If I'm a parent, I never want to be disappointed or disgusted by the kind of music my kids are listening to. It's just fart noises. How, however, <laughs> on the Hank Hill side of things, if my kid were listening to "Girls Just Want to Have." He doesn't even know who Cindy Lauper is, and he, he will not stop listening <laughs> right. to this song. And I didn't know Lola was a song yes, for years. Never, until after never Yoda. heard Lola yeah. before in my life. The Yoda song, I know word for word. Mm-hmm. God damn it, we got mm-hmm. off track. Uh, but kid, kid friendly. Eighties <laughs> cartoons, everyone. That's no, the no, show. No, not really. I wanted to see. Well, <laughs> what, well, there was some eighty stuff in there. This is some eighty stuff. Um, <laughs> would you say Nightmare on Elm Street? Come on. That wasn't kid-friendly, though. That Dude, was definitely advertised that was, at, like, teens. Yeah. Even but though it was rated R. It's quotes, rated R. It was, was meant to get 16, to 17. About it. We're seven years old. Like, that's the coolest thing yeah. on the yeah. schoolyard. And I cannot imagine people who are 14 to 18 years old giving a fuck about Freddy Krueger. No, that back, shit was for kids. No, back then, because my sister was that age. She was when, into it? Well, well, I just remember her, like, in, high, in junior high, high school and, mm-hmm. like, she knew what it was. I knew what it was. Only I remember, like, she would go with her friends to see those movies, and, and I'm like eight or something at this point, sure. so I have a vague recollection of this happening. But 
Yeah, I mean that was. It like definitely doesn't. I it don't was think a, it qualifies again, as kid think, friendly because it doesn't. Yeah, it's definitely not kid friendly. But it was. But it was I think it was for kids. It was made to get 16, 17 year olds to sneak in because they know a twenty five year old doesn't give a shit. The toys. The there merchandising, the there albums. There wasn't a lot of that back then. Though. There was. There was totally a lot of that. There were. There, there were, weren't toys, though. And, like, in 1989 or 90, everyone on my block, every kid was dressed like Freddy Krueger. My oh, parents wouldn't well, yeah. allow me to do that. Well, yeah, there was that, and I mean, yeah. I just, but, like, we would go as, like, 10- or 12-year-olds and rent them at video stores, was, and no one would stop us. I yeah. think it was the first rated R movie I ever saw, because my friend's dad had a buddy who worked at a Blockbuster and would get preview VHSs that would say screener on the bottom. And got the Dream Child's the future first future movie. I just remember my, my, my he's like you can buy one for seventy nine ninety nine. <laughs> Look, yep. kid, I want my seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, my yeah, my friend had a we went to a VHS store that was out of business out in the sunset, and we went in there and they were clearing out their old stock, mm-hmm. and they were there since the eighties, and they had a copy of Samurai Cop on VHS, <laughs> and the MSRP on the case was seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, yep. Yep. it was back because I remember when T two came out. And video stores had it. I remember the idea of owning that movie was like a fantasy. Yes. And video store, my dad was a truck driver, so he knew a lot of people on these stops. So he knew some guy at a video store and through like weeks of haggling, <laughs> was able to like buy a copy of Terminator 2 that had been used probably hundreds of times mm-hmm. for like $30 uh. just to have a VHS tape. And own a movie. It was such a like no, remember, from yeah. my home library. <laughs> it's not I, in the Disney clamshell. Who to yeah. thunk? Yeah. I've never <laughs> seen uh, any Friday the Thirteenth or Hellraiser movies. Really? Yeah. No, no Nightmare on Elm Street either. Nope. Dude, you would Man. love a couple minutes of one or two of them. <laughs> yeah, Friday the Thirteenth was always. I loved that the most. I just. Oh, loved, I love Freddy. I uh, Freddy even as like a kid was a little too cheese cornball for me. I I I, it was. I, I liked the inventive ways people would die. And that was it. But I was just like, as a character, I would rather see Jason punch this guy's Jason head off. Jason is scarier. Yeah, Freddy, and I just Freddy, thought though, I remember like first time realizing I was compromised. Well, what I, 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 what did I do if I encountered Freddy in my dream? And it was like sell out, do whatever he wants. <laughs> throw. I, I know where all my other friends' dreams are. <laughs> But that, that was the other thing. I do appreciate that Freddy is a better idea. Yeah. It's a way cooler, scarier but that's idea. What essentially, the, like, just like Saw is torture porn, whatever, but it is like a series of murder based puzzles <laughs> right. that lets you to make the same movie over and over again. Whereas this was like dream based murder. Yeah. I think we're talking, if I'm talking about Dream Child, is that the one where the guy tr- gets turned into a roach and gets killed in a roach motel? Sounds Entirely lame, possible. but it becomes this like stop motion showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A motorcycle, I think, takes over someone's body. I think they like. They took that scene they out. Did. Or, they did. Yeah. It was too grotesque. Like the mo- the motorcycle awesome. like grew veins into yeah, the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And As a kid scene, that huh? sounds awesome. And I think the VHS is the only like uncut version. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street oh, five. Yeah. Okay. five, yeah. four, five. It was even more harrowing <laughs> because that guy lived at the end of the last movie. So yes. when they do that in the next movie, then you're like shit. But see, that's yeah. why I think this was for kids. Yeah, it, I remember there was a. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street death where a guy was sucked into a video game. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, killed. yeah. Part five. Yeah. Part five is one of the ready for the power glove. (laughs) Yeah, he did make a power glove joke. He totally did. Uh, But if you're gonna watch any Friday the Thirteenth, the one I I didn't get to watching all of them till probably like thirteen or four, maybe fifteen. At which point it was like 1995, and those movies were done. Mm -hmm. But I remember watching. Yeah, I remember watching. uh, I think seven. If you're gonna watch Mm -hmm. any of them, most nudity. Is it? I know that for a fact. There's full. There's full frontal bush. Oh, there is. The only time in the movie in that series. I think that's yeah. So basically, with Friday one through well, one is the one where it's just the Mm -hmm. the The mother, mother, and it's like okay, whatever. And that was a cool bit. And then two is okay, it's Jason, but he's got a bag over his head, so Mm -hmm. no. 
Three is in 3D, so it's full of 3D. Like, great. look at this baseball bat. Yes, but it's, I'm hanging up clothesline. Yeah. But it does have this amazing opening with like this 80s like rave music. Not, it's just like 80s electronica with Friday the Thirteenth mm-hmm. with laser shooting out of it. Four is decent. Five is it's supposed Im- to be the last one. Four it, was supposed it, to be the last one. It lives five, like that. Five is about an imposter who a copycat killer. Still really good though. Mine's is probably my favorite. It really? Yeah. Dave wrote an article I wrote, about it yeah. at the time. Yeah. Oh really? It's, it's favorite. Yeah. It just has like besides the whole fact that it's technically not Jason. Yeah. It is like it has, it's just most out, out, outrageous. Really? Series. I remember not yeah. liking it, but I might have just been like that's. <laughs> it's got um, Juana Man. Singing on a porta potty, <laughs> and then Jason puts a machete through the porta potty and kills Juana wow. uh, Man. A little bit of wonderful. Yeah. But then uh, part Hello. six. I love the Juana Man as a reference. Anybody yeah. is expected to get. I just I, I don't I, the actor's name escaped me for a second. Miguel Nunez. I think it's Mike Ju- Juana. Yeah. Then <laughs> uh, part six is when Kane Hodder is the actor who takes over being Jason, and even when the second part six starts, you can tell this is a dude who just like. Em- emotes really well underneath, and it, Jason actually becomes mm-hmm. more of this undead. With you can see bones, and you can tell he's just this unstoppable zombie monster mm-hmm. thing that's just out for blood. But then part seven is this actually cool idea where this girl develops telekinetic powers, and when she basically like you know X Men style, when she kind of triggers them, the shockwave reanimates Jason from the bottom of this lake, and it's basically about Jason and this telekinetic girl going at it. And it's like, that's really a fucking cool idea. It's not just him mowing down losers. It's like, there actually is kind of a hero. And then also, they, that's the one, I've said this many times, where they really mm. blow up that entire house. And yes. it's so fucking cool. <laughs> and then eight's the Manhattan one. Which where they never, barely in Manhattan. There's yeah. one shot of Jason in Times Square. The rest of it is yeah. on a boat or Vancouver, very fucking yeah. clearly. It's uh, that, and then there's Jason Goes to Hell, which is kind of okay. It's just super weird. Yeah, the fact that... Uh... The Don King impersonator from yeah. Rocky Five eats a heart. Yes, eats Jason's heart, and then he becomes Jason. Because that's it's the weirdest scene. Don't eat ever. the fucking heart, then there's no movie. <laughs> yeah, what? but it's it's like yes. it's like the heart is cursed. Missing Grim. It, yeah. It's just the heart the recap is fine. <laughs> it's it's a heart beating on a table on its own, and this dude is just enamored with it. And you're like, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Why is he picking it up? And he takes the biggest bite out of it. Just, uh, ah, it's just dark gray blood just yeah. shoots out of it, and you're like. What? And then all of a sudden he's, he's Jason now. Yep. And you're like, what the fuck? That's how the torch is fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Seven. Watch Seven. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, my, <laughs> sure, why not? My, I think Friday the, thir- oh, Friday the 13th, I think, started out as like, this is a real horror movie. And the series oh, just kept being... I think Freddy was presented as, this is a character we want to hit the mainstream on all levels. And I do think it was popular with kids. The only proof I have sure um, is... Um, well, there were NES games made about both of them. Well, yes. I think that's 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 a little bit of proof, but and uh, the, you say, you know, uh, the NES adaptation of Platoon, all the kids <laughs> wanted. All LJN, by the way. LJN, all LJN, LJN, uh, and Jaws. But man, they were on a roll. A um, shit roll. Man, they did Terminator. My proof here that it was for kids. This is what I. All of them, man. Foolish friends, Freddy Krueger is on your phone. Dial this number now. I've got some tales to tell. Freddy's favorite bedtime stories. That's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Dead Brother. All brand new, straight from my boiler room to your home. <laughs> Freddy Krueger on your phone. So dial this number now if you dare. Tell him Freddy sent you. Two dollars the first minute. There it is. cents each additional minute. Children, uh, children. Your parents' permission before you die. Well, yeah. But it's <laughs> high. Whoa! What? Get your t- <laughs> Hold on, let me go. You back cut that off at the perfect spot because he said, "Children, 
uh, uh, die old, yes. before you die. Uh, oh wait, I thought you said die. That's die so old. great. Um, but again, like who was calling those hotlines? I cannot imagine an adult. No, that's anyone over yeah, eighteen calling these fucking hotlines. Dad, Dad, can I pay two dollars for the first minute and seventy five cents for additional minute to hear a voice recording of Freddy Krueger talk? <laughs> sure thing, son. Damn it, it does. It does. It's sure thing. Veering son. up on we'll another potential laser time. But <laughs> looking at the prices on these phone these phone calls. They're like the most expensive things ever. Yeah. What do you do now that costs you $2 a minute? Yeah. There is no video game subscription that costs it, that you that much. That was probably the equivalent price of a taxi. I it's would say, crazy. In the mid-90s. <laughs> it's crazy. I cannot believe anybody paid I for call, that. I called the game counselors twice. Hmm? And both times I got a, like a talking to. Yep. <laughs> Something that you would like Google on your phone now and have an no, answer to I, I, I think in it, 30 seconds. It was a, a, like cost like $12. Well, if we trick a kid into doing this four times before he's yelled at, yeah, we, oh, made, yeah. we made all the money in the universe. Right. Do it for like one year until enough parents complain mm-hmm. and get you shut down. I'm fucking rich, shut up. Here's some words <laughs> well, that rhyme with Corey. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, wait, wait. I, I, I don't... I never uh, dialed one of these. Uh, I would laser time, I'd like to think, is the... Internet's king of discovering lost media. What do you think was on those? And what were the, those phone calls? I like? would love if it wasn't pre-recorded Sports. and you actually called. Yeah, if you called the Freddy Hotline and it was some guy who had to pretend to be Freddy, oh, like yeah, Barney well, on The Simpsons, <laughs> pretending to be Krusty, Cincinnati, invading ah, <laughs> our swings. <laughs> but um, like, I wonder if you have to like have the same sort of. Uh, like strategy, like I assume phone sex operators, they have to like now. Don't make the guy come too quickly. Uh, we did it. Like, don't scare the kid too quickly. Got to build up to it. We did it once at a party when we were the biggest shitheads in the universe. We'd go to parties and like throw beer cans so and microwaves. <laughs> About nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, and just horrible. So this assholes. is whatever mustache. This is, blonde, is. We, this is evil blonde. <laughs> we, could, we called. <laughs> <laughs> Goatee. Yes, uh, we we did call a sex hotline in my. My friend got totally like into it, but not like for sex. He just wanted to talk about relationships and women because it was like the most he's talked to a woman, and and she and then knowing now like she keeps wanting to talk about sex because she wants to get this over with and move along. Right. But he's got it on speaker and like no, hold on, I just want to talk to her for a second. So this is girl I like, and it was crazy. <laughs> we 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 ran up like a four hundred dollar phone sex bill with this one woman at a party for like three hours. It was. But wow. would they care? Because it's like getting paid either way, and we're making money. I don't so. think she's making the money directly. You know, she just. Right, but I'd be like, cool, I can take a break. Yeah. I mean, and just talk to you. Be like, I don't know. She just, well, Did I, you try talking to the lady? But the Freddy hotline. <laughs> Are you as curious as me to figure out what was on that line? <laughs> Only if you already have it. I do, I okay. do have it. Then I am actually interested. <laughs> okay, and you made the Corey allegory jokes. And I'm guessing somebody at the Simpsons <laughs> definitely called one of these things oh. to see what the billing is. Words that rhyme with moida. And before we start, this is some guy. Cloyster. This is some guy on YouTube. Record, he recorded the phone call Moida. using technology I cannot even imagine at the time. He's playing it off his boombox on a YouTube video. So the sound is not great. Uh, it's awesome. But. So okay, that's oh. what I've given you is a snippet. That was a dollar right there. That was like a dollar. That yeah. was a, that was one fucking dollar hearing Freddie talk. And the, I don't know. I love this <sighs> that music. Hey, welcome to the Freddie Krueger trivia game, where 
daily score. No oh, individual caller can win the daily prize more than twice. It's all costing you. Cincinnati. By responding correctly on your touchstone telephone, you accumulate points and get to wager all or part of your score in the final Freddy. Uh, After the game, you will hear a message telling you if you have... Oh, a my God. You have five seconds to respond to questions <laughs> from level one and two. You have ten seconds to respond to questions from levels three through five and final Freddy. There is a limit of five calls per day per household. <laughs> oh, my God. Saskatchewan, Canada. <laughs> okay, I just, I hope, oh I want to go back. If Laser Time could afford promotion, I would like to take a time machine back in time. Kid, we're going to save you $2 one day. <laughs> You're going to hear the Freddy hotline. Um, could we start our own hotline <laughs> that, that is just charging for that shtick? You have selected Regicide. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know the name of the king or queen being murdered? Being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, let's just start a fucking hotline. It costs people a dollar. And just like people like me and Colin, it sucks so much. <laughs> and it's, breaking it well, in. One of the things I did want to do, and I, I won't do it now, is... is Call Lie the to our customers. Call the number and see what pops up instead. When was the last time you saw a 900 number at all? I did call a Konami tip line in 2000, and it was or, a radio station. It and was? It, it was like, you're listening to Surf, North Carolina. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Uh, here's, I, last bit, I love this. Selected you. The answer is no. <laughs> Only you can prevent forest fires. Mm. Jesus. Well, I glad we found a piece of that. I, I was legitimately curious what, what was on what, these. What 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 uh, channel is that? Because that person should be rewarded for bothering. Seriously, to like you. I don't know what equipment. I remember when we first were able. Well, my, what is the name of the profile? My on friend. YouTube? My friend. I don't remember, but I'll, I'll look it up later. My friend. Had bought, we called it a little bastard kit, another. Right. Uh, where it had like glass cutters. And then he, he got a phone tap, and then very early software. The phone tap was this little magnet thing you would stick to the right. back of the phone that would pretty much read the vibrations of what happened to the phone and right. output it out. And we got a lie detector piece of software and spent the rest of the month calling friends to ask if they were gay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I would expect nothing less. I, I remember uh, at Future horrible. trying trying to do, trying to do a phone interview, and I, it that's what they gave me was one of those like suction cup things you put on the back of a phone. I'm yeah, like, this is what kids used in like the nineties to ask if their friends were gay. <laughs> But I was like, I had to do an interview with like someone from N- Nintendo of America, and I'm just like, uh, can you hang on? Let me verify that this I'm thing sure. is working. <laughs> what do you think the guy on the other end? Eh, it's Reggie Fees, and may probably an iPhone. 
Like, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's this weird dongle. I don't know what this is supposed to plug into. Uh, maybe a fax machine. Oh, okay. Kid friendly horror. Uh, I don't think this. This. Well, you said you said I think Twilight Zone sort of counts. Just, I but maybe on the that, basis but... that it's old. Well, you well you said Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, and and you had said Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, and earlier. Outer Limits is kind of the same thing. But I mean, those are Twilight Zone and Outer Limits are so old. Like those were mostly meant for adults or teens. Now, or it something. doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you thought that counted because the Crypt Keeper had his own cartoon. Well, yeah, he was Buster Bunny, and <laughs> very much was. This is the cartoon. Snippet of the cartoon theme song. Oh wait. Legally distinct. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and here is his voice. Same voice. Way different. Design. The line at Safeway was much too long today. Salutations, <laughs> Crypt Kitties. As you could surmise, I'm visiting this place for the first time, and I'm having difficulty getting my scarings. This yeah. He's in, a, he's in a Hawaiian shirt and a straw hat yes. in, this, in that clip right there. Well, that's, which is, like, is there anything less scary than the Crypt Keeper? Yes. I was going to say to, to, that, to that effect. I, it's a little scary. Nature, I yeah. watched Tales from the Crypt again, and I, the nostalgia effect takes me over. Great. Love oh, it. Yeah, this is not for a, a discerning adults. This yeah. is purely for children. I read, going back as a kid, like, I love this show so much. I'm going to buy the comics that they are based on. They ruined those comics, those original comics. Every single... Ambiguous ending, literally. I can probably find the story. They throw in a cheerleader with a chainsaw. <laughs> Where the the original ending was, they found him with white hair, catatonic, cheerleader with chainsaw. That's how the, that's how the television show ends. It, it, it the television show is pretty but horrible again, I, for I, kids. I, I wouldn't. I would say like a lot of these were probably marketed with kids in mind. But again, we have to remember like ninety two, ninety one. Like again, there was not much else to do. Mm-hmm. So an adult, a dis, even a discerning adult, would be like. Yeah, this is fine. It's well, not because, like, like, what were your other options? I can watch Moonlighting again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. USA has yet another Airwolf marathon. <laughs> uh, don't you fucking speak ill of Airwolf. I'm just saying I have the whole series memorized It's already a crime-solving helicopter. I'll never forget the day we rented uh, Terminator 2 and mm-hmm. got the VHS home and the Fisher King. <laughs> was in there. The, wow. ter- the oddest of Terry Gilliam's movies. I didn't strangely. watch it. I've never seen it actually. Really? I love Terry Gilliam. No, it's yeah. good. It's yeah. it's totally good. I but love Terry Gilliam now, but as a nine or ten year old or whatever it was, it was like God. It's like, like, the, like we have to go back right now. We have to go back right now. And they're like, eh, we just got back from the store. Wait till tomorrow. I'm like, no. Let's say yeah, as By a kid, way, you're like, just kill me. Have yeah. you seen it's the trailer? Over. You've seen the trailer for the new Terry Gilliam movie? I haven't. It really looks should. so fucking good. It's getting great reviews for the first time ever. Fant- it's total exciting. Brazil out the ass. I yes. completely forgot what it's called. It's the something, th- the zero theorem or something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it looks fantastic. Uh, Kid friendly horror. I want to see if you thought if I say Ghostbusters, does that count? Mm. And that can be either the filmation mm. Ghostbusters I mean, he was or the a BJ in the library from that ghost. <laughs> I think the I think the movie <laughs> the movie totally counts, uh, but yeah. the show is just like a ghost themed shitty adventure show. But the show was good. Yeah, it was the well, real whatever. Ghostbusters. It's fine. Fucking but it's not man. horror at all. Uh, well, I mean, I think some episodes treaded on it, though, mm, because right. the Sandman was creepy as shit, mm. and there's that one episode with the weird, right. like, dome eyeball thing that's eating reality or whatever it is, and just the way they talk about it, it's just this 
completely stone-faced Egon going, no, this thing will eat us all and we will all be dead and we have no way to stop it. And as like a 10-year-old, I'm like, that's creepy. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Michelangelo's throwing pizzas and robots. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's what, as a cartoon, I all really, right, right, that, that cartoon look. is the real deal. No and pun intended. What about the the filmation Ghostbusters? No, which is no. fascinating. It is uh, fascinating. that that existed. There was a uh, uh, shit. Who God, was I it? I had some toys for that. It, oh, you poor dear. Yeah. The gorilla costume. Uh, I think no, it, not even the gorilla. Yeah, yeah. The fucking like guy in the maroon suit. <laughs> the suit guy with his smoking there was, jacket. There was a guy in an aviator hat. Yeah, and that was there was a, a live was... action show called the Ghostbusters that did not last at all. Yeah. Ghostbusters the movie hit super huge and like. What are you going to do? Stop us? Yeah. We had the trademark first. Well, there's the cartoon Ghostbusters too. That it's was... called Filmation's Go. It's now it's called Filmation's Ghostbusters. Uh, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, but it was made sixty five. They made sixty five episodes in one season in order to oh confuse people who loved like, Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I remember there was the station I watched it on. They played that Ghostbusters, and then a show called The Real, the Real Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, which is why they had to call it that. That is there was already a Ghostbusters. That is a Twitter level the, <laughs> the Real Hulk Hogan. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where it's wow. like urging media, <laughs> but like a. Imagine on like a network TV yes. level where you're like, "Fuck, yeah. we have to they name our show the, the Real, Real Ghostbusters." W- it's like WWE misses the yeah. trademark, and we're like, "Shit, <laughs> we have to name our we have to name our movie the Real Twilight." They literally did. That is exactly how it happened. It reminds me so of great. Uh, when I was a kid. I was on a soccer team, and we called ourselves Spaceballs. <laughs> the movie came out, and space and balls, it all, it, it all worked. And then, uh, so like. The first day of the soccer season, mm-hmm. we all like had a parade where, where all, all the teams went like walked, and someone had told another person like on <laughs> another movie team, exec. so they called themselves the real Spaceballs. Wow, we were, we were Spaceballs Boo. first. What? That is rude. Bullshit. Bullshit. Damn, Dave, I'm mad for you. Yeah. That sucks. Let's go back and beat up that team. What are they Seriously? doing now? What are yeah. they doing now? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook. Shit. So yeah. Yeah. I had suspect. Yeah. I suspected my brother actually did it for a while, and it was a. Cause of a, it was a rift, and that young goalie that nobody liked grew up. Well, I, I, if there's Hulk anything Hogan. else you wanted to present, it, it, there was just one thing I wanted to lament. Just going back, looking at all this '80s, uh, early '90s media, um, shit. Well, I, I was seeing if you, if you had anything else you'd want to throw into the child-friendly horror. Uh, worst uh, witch. Worst witch. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, home of the greatest rap in the universe. Top that. I would say uh, that. No, 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 that's. Uh, that's not the worst witch. It's not. That's Teen Witch. Oh, God, worst I'm witch, an asshole. Which worst. is the worst witch? <laughs> it is confusing, bad. but it is. The worst witch was this HBO. I think it was made in Canada. It mm-hmm. was about like this school of witches, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Feruzabal played like the main witch. This was probably like twelve or thirteen at the time. Uh, but everyone wants to impress the main oh. headmaster witch, who's a guy, who is Tim Curry, and that's where that song uh, "Anything Can Happen on Halloween." Please tell me you've heard that song. Oh, I think I know I have. Yeah. I know I have. I just it's such a vague memory. It's a it's a it it's a pretty decent movie. Awesome. It used to play it all the time. I do there was also a Disney Channel movie called like The Boogeyman, which was like personifying we all heard of the Boogeyman, but they made a scary version of the Boogeyman. For some reason they'd show it like the camp I would go to during the summer would show in October. You'd go back to the camp to watch Disney's The Boogeyman or The Boogity <laughs> Man or whatever it was. I it's really vague, that memory. Yeah. Mm. But I, but I did I, I grabbed something and this this might be just totally me. Does anybody remember the show uh, Mad Balls? I remember the toys and the comics. Yes. Mad Balls and this is super weird just because we went to a video store and I'm pretty sure it was just a rejected pilot, but it was called. Let me see. Closer than a mouthful of Brussels sprouts. Ew. More 
revolting than Bob's latest casserole. Uh, oh, I know. Madballs, gross jokes. Starring in order of disgraceful appearance. Oculus, what's that dude's name? Screaming Mimi. No, the, the eyeball one. Oculus Orbis. That was my favorite one. Uh, yeah, but I. I, I, I couldn't find... Well, one, this didn't air on television. It didn't air on HBO. It was only available on video. T- and the gross jokes at the time were like, wow, they went way further than any cartoon ever. And we saw you it once... fuck our co-ops, kids? <laughs> no, I, I have one example of the jokes. It, but it was, it was gross is the thing. Hold on here. <laughs> it's pretty awful. By the way, man, like how's your job at that tissue factory? We're on strike. Everybody's going to pick it this week. I hope you don't blow it. So it like specialized in being gross, and it, it, it fuck you for making me listen. To <laughs> being eight years being, <laughs> being eight years old, it was this forbidden fruit, and it wasn't on television. It was one VHS at one local video store, uh, and we go back it. and try and find it, and like ah fuck, it's rented, it's gone, and I've never been able to find it until I just looked now. But it also it. <laughs> It also turns out tertiary internet. Well, it, dude, it's been twenty years. For like the first ten years, I couldn't find it. When eBay started out, it was only on VHS. It's like one ep- one twenty minute episode. Buy groceries. On. I'm getting to something. I'm getting to something <laughs> that I wonder if if uh, if this exists with children today. I, we loved gross shit. Children had a, a plethora of gross shit to choose from. Where's all the gross toys? Like the Ghostbuster toys were like, ah, this face falls off and his eyeballs mm. pop out. There's mad balls that are just grotesque garbage pail kids that are just poop humor. Yep. And is there... Gack and... Yeah, is there still... So, like, what happened to all the gross fucking toys? I don't see a lot of... I walk through toy aisles. I don't see gross boy shit. Boglins? Fucking and have Boglins? you seen the pants these kids are wearing? Yeah! <laughs> but I, but it, and those shoes. But I don't think anybody's referred to it under that. We did have a lot of fun gross. A weird science kid. Build something with a skeleton, put flesh on his body, then dump his ass in acid, yeah, burn that were, shit off. Those were neat. Yeah, like what? There was, for some reason, a Creepy Crawlies box yes! at yeah. my work yesterday. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> creepy Crawlies. Like, we talk a lot about... Which is basically an easy bake oven for It boys. is, yeah. it is. Yeah. I wonder if we talk about ge- we talk about gender Don't stereotypes. Don't you dare cook a cookie, kid. <laughs> we talk boy. about gender stereotypes so much nowadays. I miss the boy gross-out stereotype. There are, where are all the gross toys and the gross humor? Those kids grow up, man. I'm saying for they're, kids they're, now. They're born grown up. Wouldn't they're you like, like no, fuck you. Wouldn't you like to buy your kids something booger-related? Well, it's what probably if it an exist? app. Find a gross <laughs> app. A fart <laughs> app. Yes. A fart app. Yeah. Atomic, atomic fart that atomic you introduced fart, me yeah. to. The, the U-turn. I just, <laughs> I just deleted that. Oh. <laughs> I had to make room so I can yeah. get a smaller iPhone 5. Come on. There's uh, no app you can drop on a girl's sundress and she'll scream and run away true. from Yeah, you. like fucking prank shit. Like what yeah. happened to fake vomit and... Put a spider gif on your phone and drop it on her. Goes, looks at it. Oh! oh my god, there's a spider on this iPhone 5. Slick. I don't know. I don't know. Is that, yes, a lot of this show is they, built uh, to uh, things that make me nostalgic. But this is a weird one. Like, yeah. gross boy shit shouldn't have gone away. We should always love gross stuff. Maybe you were just conditioned to like gross shit. You didn't like gross shit. Not really. You didn't have one of those. There was a toy I remember my friend got for it, and we loved it. It was this little squeezable werewolf. When you squeeze it, it blew out bad breath. And just smelled terrible. Pat. Yeah! Awesome! <laughs> Thanks, Mom! Come here and smell this. <laughs> it smells it like work shit. the first time. And the only thing I can think of that, that is anything like that is the Bernie Bot's Every Flavor Bean. Like, uh, this yeah. tastes like puke and vomit. And 
Awesome. Yeah. But it still has the professional veneer of the Harry Potter <laughs> franchise behind it. It oh, actually yeah. doesn't. It's now they, oh. they're continuing those jelly beans without the license. Ah. So I forget what they call it, but it's not Bernie Bot's Every Flavored Bean. Turdy, uh, turdy bottoms, every flavor bean. Turdy bottom. Yeah. Uh, those uh, claymation, um, those Samuel Clemens or whatever, those Mark Twain things. Yeah, it was super hyper creepy shit. The uh, and that was clearly meant for kids because mm-hmm. it's starring kids, and then it's like when they run into Lucifer or Satan or whatever, Satan. and he's just like, eh, people are disposable, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it just that's so literally transcribed from a very adult piece of satire. I read that whole thing and I just thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Did you want to hear the clip? Yeah, it'd be kind of neat. All right. All right. Uh, I'd also point out. I mean, this is kind of a. I mean, a whole the whole. I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm sure. What? The whole kids in peril thing, where it's like yes. again, that's not I a just very watched common. Monster Squad, where the kids. I mean, are... well, yeah, Monster Squad. Even yeah. the Goonies counts to some degree, where it's like here's a bunch of kids put in danger, and the whole movie is about kids on an adventure with no supervision, no parents coming to save the day, blah blah blah. Um, Trying to endure Wolfman's nards. Yes, and things like that. And I think, and even something like uh, even He's something like like the Gate, which I think I've mentioned before too, is yes. about a bunch of young teens, but also a very young Stephen Dorff. Mm-hmm. I think he's like nine or ten, and he's the one who gets an eyeball growing in his hand, and he has to stab it with a shard of glass yeah. to close the gate. And it's like this is creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who was the audience for this? Because it's starring the starring role is like a ten year old kid. You keep saying it, it's in a de- it's a slightly depressing reality that the the audience was usually everyone. Yeah, and I now guess I that's think true. like when when anybody makes an entertainment product, there's a very specific demographic you're targeting. It's kids, and it's worth nothing. Yeah, we failed if we didn't grab the kids demographic. Yeah. Boo hoo! something sucks. like the gate, it's like yeah, maybe it didn't make nine hundred million dollars or whatever, mm-hmm. but people still talk about the gate. Eh. It's still, it's still completely watchable. Is that no. the one with all the little, the force perspective, little things in it? Uh, like the, there's the a lot of like, there's a lot of really cool, both practical and stop motion effects in it. No, if you look up behind the scenes of the gate, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. The, there's we like, built a, this part's a kid's bedroom, and then way off, like 90, 90 feet away, is a giant recreation of the other side with little men. It's to appear little on screen. I'm not explaining this well, but it's like yeah. one of the greatest pieces of like force perspective. Yeah. Kind of practical and there's effects. like a scene where like these hands are supposed to be coming through drywall, mm-hmm. and it's just, I mean, it, when it happens, <laughs> it's supposed to look like ghost hands like pushing the wall out, like mm-hmm. there's something inside the wall, mm-hmm. and it's instead of and breaking then the Shockmaster falls through the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it, but that's okay. Oh wow, you're in for a treat then. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, but no, like the, a lot of cool physics. I mean, that's another '80s thing that I missed so much is practical physical effects. Uh, this is wow. This has 13 million YouTube views. It's and really you can, cool. You find it under very creeping banned from television. It wasn't. Right. It's part of a movie that no one remembers about the the life and adventures of Mark Twain. Yeah. And it's a Mark Twain poem where they do meet Satan. Aviation. An angel. What's your name? Satan. What's the matter? Nothing. Only it's sure a sorry name for an angel. Please come in. Meanwhile, he's like shifting and doing all kinds of creepy Mm -hmm. shit. Come on! He shows humanity's never-ending battle to murder one another. Yeah. It shows like two people are happy. Put a pig in there and they fight over the pig. I'll kill them all. Dramatic. It comes naturally to me. Like other curious things. Are you hungry? Kids are so used to auto tune these days. Nothing though. Fruit do you like the most? Oranges, apples, grapes. Boring. You're all wrong. 
dead. <laughs> the correct answer was pomegranate. Satan likes dragon fruit. You're all dead. <laughs> it's it's really cool. But no, basically, yeah, really he, cool he makes this like diorama of people, and it's like, well, you can create life, yeah, and then. <laughs> Makes them alive, and then they fight over the things he makes, and you watch all these people die. And then he's like, "Ah, time to wipe the slate clean." I, it, and opens up a big cavern. They all fall in and die. And then, like, you see them ripped in half and like clutching their clay innards or whatever. And he's like, "I can always make more." <laughs> the end. Uh, I will it's always a really disturbing use of the um, California raisin animation <laughs> it's style. The same, it's it's the Will Vinton team. Jesus Christ! Uh, it, I always recommend speaking to Jim Henson. Always recommend the Christmas toy. One of my favorite specials of all time. Oh, yeah. Rugby the tiger. It but. Watch it now because it's fucking Toy Story before Toy Story. Co- not saying Pixar ripped it off. It's behind the scenes of Life of Toys. You're going to come uh, upon some strange parallel, some similar parallels when you're telling a story like that. Right. But it's a uh, a toy that doesn't want to be replaced as the new favorite toy by the new space toy. Wow. So, yes. And it, but it's like and if Is you're there a website they could read about this uh, cartoon Christmas. Like, I don't. <laughs> I can't vouch for what any of that looks like. It was so long ago. <laughs> I know uh, Henry wrote that one, didn't he? No, I did. That was oh. one of the. It's why I wanted to write the show because I love that special and it's so creepy. Part of it being in Toy Story, if it what happens if an adult sees you moving? I kind they of forget stop. they they freeze or yeah. forever. So in this one, it's like you're dead forever, and they show the funeral procession of someone who gets caught, and they're wow. dumped in a mass grave inside, Jesus. inside of a closet. Wow! Is there a, when I was in uh, Disney World, they had mm-hmm. advertisements everywhere for I guess there's a Toy Story of Horror coming out on, yeah. on ABC. That's, yeah, that's and that's awesome. Is it like with the voices or is probably because it, yeah. it, that's pretty it's, cool. it's Bob Hanks. Someone was telling me that uh, Tom Hanks brother oh, does man. all the woody well it, it, i was playing disney infinity i'm like that's almost approximation man come on but he, disney, still, he, still has, he has a hanks whimsy to him he just right. doesn't sound anything just, like how him. does disney not have the clout to be like shut up just get over here and see well this. it'll make so many kids happy they, they might there's I'll, a I'll, rattler in my shoe <laughs> <laughs> a florida a&m rattler go rats <laughs> Sorry, that was very specific to my hometown. Um, right? But yeah, uh, I don't know if that's going to be good or not. But uh, well, that was another thing. It was like all the cartoons back in the day would have Halloween specials that would air in prime time when normally the cartoon was a Saturday morning or a, a after school thing, and then they would be like Garfield at seven p.m. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's where it's, that's where Garfield started in animation and holiday specials. Look. Great I, pumpkin, motherfucker. Look, let me have another example then. Uh, and why are fucking grown adults punishing a child by giving them rocks on Halloween? I That great pumpkin special really bothers me. What kind of asshole, like, your costume sucks, you don't get candy. <laughs> There's far less candy in the Boo. 80s. Boo. You're one of those hugbox millennials, Chris. <laughs> I think it was the 60s, but that's okay. Um, Even less then. There's like six pieces of candy then. <laughs> Yeah, she had Tootsie Pops, something with absinthe in it, and uh, <laughs> bit of <Something> honey, <laughs> <laughs> and then bit something honey. with cocaine in it. Bit of honey and like a war bond ribbon candy, and I, I don't know. That's all one. Echo wafers. That's right. Anything that happened before 1980 is all one big decade to me. I don't yep. understand. Yeah, Daddy's frozen whiskey cubes. <laughs> World War Two made of cocaine. That's man, let's go. Let's go. The show's, show's over. Fine. The show's <laughs> over. I'm really hot. We've been Laser Time. Go to lasertimepodcast.com to check out more. Uh, you can follow all of us on Twitter. I'm at Cantista. You can also follow Laser Time Show on Twitter and follow it on Facebook. We'd appreciate that. Review us on iTunes. What up, my knees? Where can people find you and the shit you do? Uh, at Dave Rudden and um, G-Popcast. Should be a new episode around the time you listen to this Maybe. for WWE Battleground. And, uh, yeah, all that fun stuff. 
Twitter at Pseudobred, and I stream video games every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time at yep. Wikia. That is streaming prime time, Mike Grimm. Uh, we've done bark on research. <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh, wait, wait, what time? <laughs> 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I can see that. Well, I'll make sure to... We do one of our streams on another thing at 11 a.m. Uh, Brad Elston, VGEmpire.com, VGEmpire on iTunes, VGEmpire on Twitter... VG Empire. Now you can have any time on a bagel, etc. VG Empire on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, Pinterest. Uh, sequential fart on Tumblr. Um, if you like comic book panels out of context, turns out most of you don't anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's that. All, All right. right, bye. All right, we are out. Later time. Listen to more, more Halloween stuff this month. Peace. This episode has been brought to you by Audible. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash laser and sign up for a free trial and get a free audiobook right now.